I'm really excited for you guys. I'm excited for the seniors because you guys are stepping into another new chapter of your life, and that's pretty exciting. I hope you're excited. Good. You should be. It's going to be awesome. And then we have those, you know, others, right, that are stepping up too. You guys are going to a different year. You guys are growing up, and you guys are growing very quickly. And the reality is that time is really short. You know, believe it or not, you know, back in 1805 when I turned 18, no, I'm just kidding. But back when I was 16 or so, I do remember still, um, I couldn't wait to be 18, right? And I, I, I'm not really sure why. I just, I wanted to be 18. You know, maybe because I wanted to stay, start making my own choices, my own decisions. I don't know. But I was just really looking forward to be 18. And then I turn 18 and this is it. You know, not a whole lot changed. Uh, I, I moved from home when I was 17. Um, I opted to graduate early, and I left to school in Florida when I was 17. So 18 came around, and I had already done the kind of grown-up thing to do, I guess, you know, at 17. So it wasn't a big deal. But I'm going to tell you something, and I think that the older people here not older than me, but older than you, uh, would vouch and say that this is true. And that is that whether you turn 18 or you're looking to turn 21, after that, it goes by really quickly, really fast. And a lot of people, including myself, are like, how does that happen? How does all of a sudden you turn 18 and then you're 21 and then you're 25 and then you're 30 and then you're 34, right, Tyler? And then you're 49. But here's the thing. I, w I was talking to an older gentleman at one point, and this is, hasn't been too many years ago. And I'm like, how does that happen? You know, what is the, the thought or the, I don't know, the, the frequency, the math, the whatever? How does that work? And he gave me a pretty decent explanation, but you have to put some thought into it. Well, maybe you don't. I, I did. But um, the way he explained it to me was this. He's like, when you're one to five, you've only lived five years, right? So it's a relative short amount of time to think of anything, to process. It's only been five years. Then you go turn to 10, and 10, you know, compared to 20 is still a pretty short amount of time. And then you turn 20, and all of a sudden, that short time is starting to elongate. Then you turn 30. And so relative to a five-year-old or a 10-year-old, you've lived another 20 years after that. So time is getting shorter, if you will. Not because it's actually getting shorter, but because you've lived longer. I hope I gave it some justice. He explained it to me very well. But here's what I'm trying to say with that, is that time here on earth goes by really quickly. And, you know, nowadays, we're not back in the 1800s or the even early 1900s when people were living really short lives, relatively speaking, right? They were living to, you know, 40 was old, and now they call the 40 the new 30 or whatever, right? But we're living longer. And so that's kind of encouraging sometimes. Depends how you're going to be when you grow older, right? But what I'm trying to get to is this. 
time here on earth, it doesn't matter if you live to be 100 or 120, which would be really stretching it, right? It's really short. It's, the Bible speaks of it as an opening and closing of your eyes. It goes by really quick. And you're like, geez, Joe, you're really downing us out here, bud. When I get down, when something is occurring, whether it's um, in my family, in myself, or just life itself surrounded by all of these different things, there's a psalm that's a pretty relatively uh, popular psalm. And I love the psalms. The psalms are so good. Even the down and dirty ones. Because at the end, they bring hope. And this psalm, and you probably know it, and you could probably recite it, it's Psalm 23. And this is kind of like my family's psalm for taking ownership. This is my family's psalm, and we, we read it a lot, and the kids have memorized it, and I haven't. No, I'm just kidding. But you know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things that we go to when, when, when either one of my kids, particularly one, was getting bullied in school, and, you know, this child would come home and have, you know, bloody knees and things of that nature, and this is the psalm we'd go to. Or when the other child was heartbroken because the child that he thought was going to be the one that he was going to be with forever wasn't, right? The crushes. Or when, you know, they really wanted the A and they, they got a D, right? And they're really down and just life isn't fair and so forth and so on or whatever. This was a psalm that we'd go to. And I want to share it with you guys. Is that okay? So Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. Picture that. Green meadows, just beautiful. He leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. Can you feel that? Bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely, your goodness and your unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Do you hear that? Do you hear the peace? Do you hear the protection? Do you hear the provision? Do you hear the desire of God being there for you? And this person writing this down, pouring their heart out and saying, life is good because of my God. He is with me. He is for me. He sets a table in front of my enemies. He's not afraid of my enemies. He's protecting me against them. And he's showing them that he is with me and that he loves me with a passion. He leads me beside still streams. What a picturesque place. Green meadows. 
Just this wonderful picture of God's love and God's story coming in and being yours because you are his and he is yours. Amen? So, you know, we're, we're closing up and God's been messing with me. He really has. Okay, and, and this was another one of his little, you know, no, this is where I want you to go. And here we are. And my, my subject for tonight is, is very simple. How we live our lives matter. You hear that? How we live our lives matter. It makes a difference. And, and here's the thing. I know that you're saying, well, Joe, it makes a difference for me. Yeah, I, I hear you. And it does, and you're right. But there's so much more than that. It makes a difference to the people that are watching you, to the people that are seeing you, to the people that you trust, that you love, like your parents, your siblings, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins, nieces, nephews, the small group that you belong to, the ecclesia, the church that you belong to. It matters to all of that. But you... Oh, I want you to think of something that maybe, just maybe, we don't think about a lot. And that is that your life is a living testimony of God's goodness. You hear that? So the people that you don't even know are watching you and are seeing what you do. The decisions that you make when you're under pressure, they're watching and you might not even ever know who is really watching your life and the decisions that you take. But trust me, there are people watching you. And it's not that you do it because they're watching you and they're being judgmental because God has got you covered on that, right? I don't want you to live in fear. I don't want you to be afraid. I want you to know that you as a person and an individual, God is with you. God is for you. And God has an amazing plan for your life. And you've heard me say this over and over again. And the reality is that that has not changed, guys. God has a plan for you. But my question to you is this tonight. Do you know that? Do you know that this psalm right here and so many others, but again, one of my favorites, the Lunas have claimed it, it's ours. This psalm that I absolutely adore. And you know, here's the, the interesting thing, is that this wasn't really even our psalm. This was Yadira's family's psalm, my wife's. But we made it ours. We took it from them. But you know, to hear this, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all I need. Guys, I want you to know something. That life is going to throw curveballs your way that life is gonna be difficult at times, and that life is gonna be super awesome at other times. And you can't believe that you're living this life, and it's gonna be great. But the one constant is that God is always with you. He's with you when you're making the right choices. He's with you when you're making the wrong choices. He doesn't leave you. He's not faded by your decisions. He's not faded by you not wanting him or by wanting him. God is constant. That is the one constant in your life that he never changes. And his word is real and continues to be real way after we're here and way after we were here or before we were here, excuse me. God is constant. He never changes. I want you to think about something.
If you would just bear with me, would you close your eyes? And I want you to think about something. I want you to think about Friday. Actually, let's go back even more than that. When you decided to come to this retreat, I want you to think of that day. Whether it's because you were going to come lead kids, or you were going to come do worship, or you were going to come and be a part of the youth ministry. I want you to think of that day when you decided to come. And I want you to think why you decided to come. And I want you to think, has that changed? Did you have expectations? And have your expectations been met? Did they change? Has your thought changed? I want you to think, has God met you here this weekend? Has he spoken to your heart? Somehow, some way, has he tugged on your heart? Has he said something to you that is good, that is lovely, that is powerful, that is life-changing? I want you to open your eyes. And I am going to challenge you. I want to hear from one male student right now. I want that male student, whoever he is, I want him to come up and I want him to tell us something good that he's gathered from this time at the freeze. And it doesn't even have to be about prayer, but has God spoken something to your heart that has encouraged you? So no leader right now, just a student, a male student. Something. Come and tell us, would you? It doesn't have to be long. It might be a word. Just tell us. Well, um, I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't hear God. But uh, during lunch, I went up to the cross. And, uh, you know, I just got down and prayed, and um, it wasn't anything special, particularly. Um, it was about my dog, Mowgli. He's a good boy. Um, and in that moment, it I felt him there. It wasn't, you know, I didn't get any, oh, he's, he's doing good, and I threw a ball for him, but... <laughs> You know, I just, I, I knew he was taken care of. That's awesome. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Amen. That's good. That's good. You know, God loves animals, right? He created them. And we do too. Thank you, Michael. I want to hear from a young lady, student. Recently, I've been feeling reconnected because I strayed away for a while because I just, before I moved here, I f was put in a lot of stricter ones. They were fun, but they were kind of strict. 
So I strayed away for a while and I've been feeling a little bit more reconnected. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Do you know why, why I'm doing this? It's not to put you on the spot. It's because your words will encourage others. It's not just me that can encourage you. You guys can encourage yourselves. And you know, it, it takes a lot to come up here. I mean, Tyler and I have done it for a while, and it's still nerve-wracking, right, Tyler? It's still difficult. It's still hard. So I get it. So thank you for coming up and sharing that. Is there anybody else? That just feel, you feel it in your gut that you need to come and share with us? You got all night. I'm not in a hurry. I'm not going to be um, particular. At this point, it's open for anybody. But has God said anything to you? So, uh, before this camp, I kind of lost, uh, not hope, but uh, I just strayed and I kind of lost like my sight on God. I was trying to get back to him, but I just didn't feel him. And just then I didn't see him. I didn't see his promises. And just coming here, uh, he just, I don't know, he showed me how dirty he is. He showed me, um, uh, you were, he, uh, sorry, uh, you're talking about like why we came here. And I kind of like, lowered my expectations a lot. And when thinking back, I realized he's gone above and beyond with um, showing himself to me, to showing me um, what he's done in the past, what he's gonna go do in the future. And, um, I've gotten better with like, some, like my life group. I've got such a better relationship with that. That's just such a huge like blessing for me. And that, that's what he's done. Thank you, Esther. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Isn't it encouraging? Isn't it lovely what God does? He takes care of us. He really does care for us. And yeah, I, I think there's more. So come on up, whoever you are. Don't fight. Don't worry. There's plenty of time. Time is all we have at this point. But if you feel something that you just want to share, share it. I want to hear it. I want to be encouraged by you. I want to hear what God is doing in your life right now. What he's touching you, what he's telling you, how he's asking you to step up or not. Where are you at? Leaders are welcome too. Even Tyler. <laughs> you guys are awesome. How we live our lives matter. You know, I could be up here and give you a bunch of scripture. But the bottom line is that if you are not willing to understand the depth of what I just stated, how we live our lives matter, rules ain't going to change that. What I say ain't going to change it. The only thing that's going to change if you need to change anything or make adjustments in your life, it's you. It's you taking that step 
and saying, you know what? That, that's probably not the best thing for me. And just setting yourself apart or aside from that, whatever that may be. And you know, you guys are good students, good people. You guys love God. I mean, I'm, I'm just in awe of how amazing you guys are. And yet I know that even in your amazingness, I know that there's things that we just have to let go of, that we have to step up, right? Every single one of us does. Our lives and how we live our lives matter. It matters to us here. It matters to the people that we don't even know or that we will know in the future. So who else is going to share with us what God has been doing in your heart? And maybe it was even before this camp. It doesn't have to be something that Joe said. What is God saying to your heart? Okay, so um, I, when Joe said, like, anyone come up, I was like, oh, I'm definitely not going up. Like, I have nothing to say. But then I was thinking, and I'm nervous, but um, my expectation, like, you said, like, the day that you said you're going to, like, sign up, like, why? I always want to come to, like, summer camp and, like, winter camp and mission trips, and um, I always want to go so I can, like, reach, like, that camp high or like the mission trip high you know and um I guess kind of like what Esther said I kind of like lost sight of like God in a way and I guess I was just kind of living like I guess like since like quarantine it's been like harder and I was just like not really living for him and I kind of just lost sight of like how good he was and like living worldly in a way like oh this is fun like you know I'm not you know I don't know reading doing bible plans like praying as often as I should but like it's still fun you know like worldly things and um here at camp I just I kind of remembered like why life with God is so much better than like life without God Thank you, sister. Preach. Preach. Man, doesn't that sound better when she said it than when I say it? Right? It's so, so good. It's true. You know, oh, man, I, you know, I don't want to convince you because there's nothing to convince you about. It's just your words, you guys stating them, that makes all the difference in the world. You know, I used to say jokedly, but not really, um, I have a, a, a black pastor friend that I absolutely adore. He lives in Sacramento. And um, black pastors can get down. Okay, just saying. And um, when they'd start getting down, it, all of a sudden they'd come out. And he, Ain't no high like the most high. And it's cliche per se, but it's so true. There is no high like the most high. And I'm not even talking about drugs. I'm talking about anything. There's nothing that compares to God. <laughs> there really isn't. There really is not. I mean, worldly things are that. They're worldly things that have a lifespan. 
Our God is eternal. And remember that anything out there in the world is just an imitation of what God already created. Hear that? The joy that they say they have, when I say they, I say people that don't have God, that are searching for something, and they don't even know what they're searching for because I was one of them, I can say that. It doesn't compare to the goodness of God, the sweetness, the love, the peace, the joy. It doesn't compare to anything. It's real. Someone else? Maybe someone else said, I ain't going. But God's saying, come on. He's putting it in your heart. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really into prayer. And I just like pray for everything. If I want something, I'm like, Lord, can I get that? Lord, can I have this? Lord, can I have that? Lord, can I feel this? And I would never focus on what he wanted me to do or want to feel. It was always how I wanted. I just never focused on that until I just, you know, felt it. Yeah. Awesome, Tyler. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. You know, guys, so true. So true. You know, he's a young man that already got something that I had to learn in my 20s. He's ahead. It's so good. It's true. It's so true. Very thankful. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. Sorry, but I'm, I'm emo. God is good. Who else? So a lot of things, but um, so I love to pray. I love to connect. I do it all the time, but I definitely feel like in recent times before camp, like I'm doing it wrong, you know, just something, you know, like even though I do it all the time, but just that feeling and definitely um, after these few days, just that, that reassurance that there is no wrong way. Um, yeah. My brother, thank you. Yes. Amen. God is so good. Hmm. I don't think we're done yet. Anybody else? Just feel it in your tummy. There you go. Yeah, like Izzy, I was like, no way. But here I am. Okay. Don't cry. Okay. Uh, it's already coming. Okay. On the first night when we were just doing our cabin time, our dining hall time, actually, um, I was just, like, telling my group about how a lot of times I just go through my day and maybe I read my Bible and pray but I just feel like I'm not, like, doing anything that's, like, meaningful. And I feel like I'm not connecting or just, like, feeling what I want to feel. And I just feel like, like, I don't feel God, like, there with me. But then, like, we're, like, they were all, like, I'll be me. And then Sarah said, um, she's like, Chloe, just, like, 
imagine you're just chilling in your room. You're literally on your bed, and, like, God is, like, or Jesus is, like, sitting at your desk, just, like, hanging with you in your room. And, like, he's always just there with you. And then I, like, broke down crying. And, And then we were, like, you know, yeah, Jesus is, like, always here with us. And, and then we looked around, and we we're, like, there was an empty chair at our table. We're, like, oh, my gosh, Jesus is, like, sitting right here. And then we all, like, started sobbing. And it was, like, it was a really cool moment. They can, yeah. And so, I don't know. It's just, like, a really nice reminder that, like, even though it doesn't feel like it all the time, like, he's always there. And, like, I don't need to, like, do anything. I don't necessarily need to feel, like, a crazy emotion to, like, know that, like, his presence is always there with me and I don't need to like perform in any way you know which I feel like I need to do a lot but I don't so yeah so good. thank you thank you so good so good you know many times I pull another chair next to me and I do imagine that Jesus is there and I like to drive many of you know that and so I drive I take road trips a lot and when my wife isn't with me, or no one's with me, I have a tendency of putting stuff in the front seat, right? And, you know, it's easy to grab. You know, I don't like to stop. That's just me. And there's a snack or my water or whatever that's there in the front seat. And every now and then I intentionally just take it off and put it in the back seat. And I actually say, Jesus, would you ride with me? does he does ride with me and um, you know the camp high is a great place it's a great place but let me tell you something that emotion can be achieved at any time when you're walking with God anytime you can be in your bedroom. You can be driving your car. Just be careful. Pay attention. Uh, you can be at the beach. You can be wherever you want to be. And if you just open your heart and connect to God, and if you're yearning for an emotion, he'll give it to you because he loves you. And it's not about that. You guys have been saying that, and you're right. It's not about It's more than that. Yet, he loves you so much that he's willing to give you that emotional high or that touch, that, that feeling that he's there and he's holding you and he's hugging you and he's telling you, I love you just the way you are. You know, there was this um, youth pastor that Tyler and I know. His name is Rex. And I love Rex. I know Tyler does too. Huh? Yeah. Rex is a, a really good guy. He lives in New York. And... Um, there's one thing that I, I probably will never forget about Rex. And it was one of his mentors, mentor, I believe, that said this. He says, God will take you right where you're at, but he loves you too much to leave you there. Hear that? He'll take you right where you're at. It doesn't matter where you're at in life. It doesn't matter. Right? I mean, I'm going to go to a real huge extreme that none of you here are there. Very grateful. But you're out doing drugs, right? And he loves that person right where they're at. 
But he loves them so much that he wants to help them out of that. Does that make sense? He wants to take them away from the things that are hurting them so much because of his great love. It doesn't matter where you're at. It will never matter where you're at. What matters is that God loves you and he wants you. And he will take you by the hand. And if no one else disciples you, he will disciple you. He will take you and he will show you. And he will talk to you and he will teach you and he will walk with you and he'll be with you in your pain and he'll be with you in your devastation. He will never, ever leave your side. Now, that doesn't mean that we have an excuse to not be there for each other, okay? Because he's called us to. He's called us to disciple people, to walk life with them, to eat meals with them, to go and play ball with them, to do whatever with them. But the reality is that he's with you right where you're at. But there's growth, and he'll be with you there too. He'll never leave you where you're at. And I don't think it ever stops. Continued growth. Anybody else? Um, um, so I was like, like the first day, I was like trying to pray. And like I couldn't like, like see or like feel anything or hear a voice. But today during, um, I think it was free time, when Joe and Tyler did the prayer thing and Sasha was sitting up here and we were like trying to get like a message or like a vision of something. Like I didn't like really think that it would happen for me. But when I saw it, I was like so amazed. Like it just hit me so hard that like, wow, God is good. Like it's, it was just like the most amazing feeling that I've ever felt. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So good. He's so good. God is so, so good. Hmm. So I have a challenge here. You're like, Joe, you have many challenges. I have a challenge for someone. I'm going to read Romans next month, and I want to read it with somebody who wants to read it with me. Come here. Whoever, come here. So the whole Bible is amazing, and um, I really, really dig Paul, okay? He is a superstar. That guy is amazing. Can't wait to meet him and chat with him. But we're going to read Romans. And um, you have my number, but it's there. Okay? And let's see here. Hold this for me. Tell him something while I do this. Hi. I'm Keanu. How do you spell your name, Keanu? K. E-A-N-U. Last name? Young. Young. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Tell him something, Keanu. 
Hmm. <laughs> what can I tell you? Oh, yeah. So this is like my last year, right? For a couple of our, like seven, seven of us. This, this, this is one of our last years. And like within these last, or within the years that we've been here, it's like just mind blowing of how much everybody's changed and all the people that have like came up within like like the, the new schoolers and like the, the people that have came and seeing them change from the years that I've been like sophomore and junior, you know? And to have everybody here as my last year, personally, I love you all for that. Because I wasn't, honestly, I wasn't gonna be here. Cause I didn't like, no, I didn't wanna be here, but like, I didn't know how I was gonna be here. But after like seeing who was going and like knowing like, I mean like, I didn't know Luke and them were coming. Like that was like even better, <laughs> but like, <laughs> Like, like knowing that that Kyle was gonna be here, Hector, all the leaders that that I know and love, and everybody that I love is gonna be here. It kind of just reassured that, hey, you really need to to go and experience it because it's it's your last year as a student, but it's also the beginning to your adult life as a leader. That's good. Thanks, Kiana. So, do you guys have Dutch Bros? Do you guys have Dutch Bros? Yeah. Oh man! Oh man! There's a few dollars here for coffee. Here, <laughs> we'll be in touch. Yeah. Okay. We'll start the first February. Got it. And we'll t we'll figure out a time when we're gonna talk. We'll read and talk. All right. Thanks, Yana. So when you get a Dutch Bros, I'm, I'm advertising for Dutch Bros right now, okay? So when you get a Dutch Bros, no, just kidding. But when you actually go to Dutch Bros and you get one, so here's my favorite drink, and I want you guys to try it. First of all, it's super cheap. And I'm not Dutch, but I'm cheap. And so, <laughs> yes, Tyler, we know. <laughs> uh, so here's the thing. It's like a buck 60 for a 16 ounce. Bam, right? Instead of five bucks, no, a buck sixty. Anyways, the drink is this. It's called a dub shot over ice, right? With honey, cinnamon sprinkles, and oat milk. That's if you like coffee. If you like sugar, that's not the drink for you, okay? But, but it's, I mean, it's right in the middle. It's right in between. It has a little sweetness because of the honey, but not too overbearing, if you will. Really good drink. Anyways, done with the advertisement. They're not paying me. Um, yeah, very good. Who else? Who else has something to share? Hey, Jackson. Um, well, uh, this just, uh, like, re-came to my mind, but I was just thinking and, like, you only live life once, so why waste it doing things other than for the kingdom of God? And you either have a 100% chance of living through the day or a zero because it's a gift from God. And he's either going to, like, let you keep living or you're going to, you're going to just, you're going to, he's going to, you're going to know it's your time. And I'm just thinking, like, 
I'm just so grateful for my parents because I wasn't going to come and they like bent over backwards to get me to go here. And I found out Friday, two days before the sign off for camp. And I'm like, mom, can I please go? And she's like, I don't know if we'll be able to let you go. And then on Sunday, they're like, Jackson, you're going to camp. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> and I'm so glad I came. And I wish I came the past two years, but it's now. just, it's an amazing experience. So good, Jackson. So good. So good. How old are you, Jackson? Uh, 14. Wow. And you have wisdom beyond your years, brother. Yes, serve God 100%. Amen. It's very good. How you live your life matters. How you live your life matters. Who else? Yay. Sasha. Okay, hi guys. So, oh gosh, it's bright. Um, basically what Camille was talking about, um, for like last night, this morning, and, like, I think after breakfast, I was just, like, praying a lot to God because I haven't really seen him that, like, connected with him that much lately. And, like, it's been, like, kind of a hard few past months. And so we did the, like, pr what is it? What was prayer. it? The, like, prayer thing. Prophetic prayer. And it, like, the things that everyone, like, have explained this. Just <laughs> like, the things grace. that people, like, connected with God about me, like, really showed a lot that I've never like experienced before if that makes sense like there was some things that I really needed to hear from God that I've like never heard from before I don't know why I'm like shaking like that I've never heard from before and like I just like I feel like I'm so much stronger like just from hearing those things because I like really really needed that and like I never thought that I could like connect with God in the way I did and then just like everyone like praying over me and like us all like crying together like about what we like heard and like connecting everything and how that like connected to me like just really really stood out and I'm just like really happy that we did that so yeah thank you Sasha thank you Sasha so good okay so we're gonna do one more one more One more. <laughs> After like the first one, I was telling myself, okay, I'm gonna go. Ah, uh, no, I'm gonna go. Ah. Uh. Um, oh, that is bright. <laughs> so uh, I have a friend, uh, her name's Sawyer. She's, uh, she had cancer. Um, uh, Ewing sarcoma is, it's a rough one. Um, um, so I, I pray for her every, every single day, every night. Um, and, uh, one day, uh, her mom, uh, texted my mom is like, um, uh, I think we just felt God. Um, I think we just felt God, uh, with us. And I don't know. I just... <laughs> I'm really just now putting together that, was that me? I, I don't know. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, it was your prayer. 
because prayer changes things, and every prayer is thought by God and looked by God, and he responds. There's more, really? No way. Okay, fine, come up. talking in front of people, but I was Neither like, I, <laughs> I was like, there's like no way like I'm going to go up because like I don't do that. Um, but there's like a little voice in my head saying like, go, go, like you have to go. Like, um, but I don't even know what I'm supposed to say, um, but I just feel like I'm supposed to be up here saying something. Okay. But I'm going to be honest. Um, it's been hard here for everyone, and I've like, um, like strayed away from God for a long time, not for a long time, for like this year. I just like kind of been mad at God for a lot of things, and just kind of strayed away and like not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. I don't even know why I'm up here. <laughs> um, this is your fault. like felt so lost and like I haven't felt God and I was really like kind of not questioning but like doubting God um and then like right now you said that like through every decision that you've made like he's been there and when you said that I was like oh my gosh he's talking to me like geez um <laughs> and then like yeah and like that moment I was like okay like that's God, like, telling me, like, I just, like, felt him, like, say, like, it's okay, come back, like, I still love you, <laughs> and, yes. yeah, he does, oh, no. thank you, thank you, yes, 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 he loves you, absolutely, he loves each and every one of you, and, you know, the enemy, even our own selves, lie to ourselves at times, and we want to believe that we can do something that would cause us to lose God's mercy. There's nothing out there. There's nothing that would separate you from his love. Yeah, of course. You, you don't even have to ask. Just come. Just come, race. It's like your family or something. Okay, so, I mean... Just recently, I've been thinking about life a lot because, I mean, recently my grandma passed away and a couple of people that I knew died in a car crash, a couple of my friends. And um, I've been trying to live every day of my life like it could be my last. And the way you said, uh, the way you live, it matters. The way you live your life matters. Um, I, I've just been living it like... I'm going to do whatever I want, no matter who it hurts or if it hurts me or breaks property, just to try to, like, have fun and just do whatever I want because I could die tomorrow or whatever. And I really did not think about, um, you know, the fact that I should, like, I should treat every day like it could be my last, but I should be doing things through God and not through how I want to do it because it's just... You know, it's for God, and I don't want to be doing things that are bad, no matter what. And 
So, yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about that a lot. And, yeah, what you said just really, like, was like, whoa. Because I, that's, like, exactly what I've been kind of thinking about. So, yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. You know, it's, man, it's so, so true. And, you know, I got to tell you something. When, before I came to Christ, before he came to me, um, I, I understood that, that mindset of, you know what, I, it doesn't matter because I'm going to die anyways, so I'm just going to do whatever I want to do. And I'll, God also reached out to me. And I got to tell you, it, it does matter. Your life matters. And the way you live life matters. And it doesn't just matter to you, to those around you. It matters to God. He created you. He loves you. And you matter to him so deeply and so profoundly. You matter. He is a good, good God. I think I said it was the last one two times ago. So it's the last time. Okay, so come up. Okay. Uh, I left Crossroads like mid-November, um, and I I went to a new church that so was like closer to my home and like more convenient for me. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm, like maybe I'll feel God there, you know? Maybe I'll feel God because I'm like not, you know? Um, and I like wasn't. And I felt like it was like, oh, no, I made the bad decision. Like, now I'll go back <laughs> or, like, find another church, a third church. Um, and, like, I still haven't, but something was, like, telling me, like, oh, like, go to camp, you know. Um, you always feel God at camp, so, like, you know, go there. Um, and then, like, it wasn't happening again. Um, and uh, the topic was about prayer. And then I was realizing, like, oh, my gosh, I, like, never pray. <laughs> um and, like, whenever I do pray, it's, like, not for, like, good reasons. It's, like, only for, like, selfish reasons. And um, I, like, still don't necessarily, like, feel God. But, like, I realize that it doesn't matter what church I go to. Um, like, God is in me. And he's in all of you. Um, and you just have to, like, search within yourself and, like, find it in that place in your heart to, like, pray from like, the very bottom of your heart, um, and, like, pray, like, just talking to God and, like, being with God. It, like, doesn't matter where I am or, like, what's going on in my life. Like, he is my best friend. Like, he's all I could ever want and all I could ever hope for. Um, yeah, that's, like, all I have to say. Thank you, Mia. Thank you. Yes. Again, wisdom beyond years. Absolutely. You know, churches are churches, and God is everywhere, and he is within your heart. When you said yes to Jesus, he doesn't just leave, right? Sometimes we try to leave, but then all of a sudden he does a little nudge, and we're like, oh, you're still there. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, thank you, Mia, for sharing that. You know, guys, the bottom line is always Jesus. He's the first line, too, and the middle one. It's him. It's all about him.
and he's everywhere. He's within your life. He's in there, like she said. He's in there. And many times we forget and we pray, and that's fine. Pray however you want, however God is trailing you to. But the reality is that when you're praying, you're just trying to speak to someone that's already within. Amen? He's already there. So just talk to him. Just connect with him. And you know, <clears throat> I've had, I call them, and it's, it's been more than one, uh, seasons of, of desert where I read my Bible, I pray, I do all the things that I need to do, and yet I feel that I'm in a dry piece of land. And I don't hear him. And I got to tell you, it's been more than once, and so now I know that if and when that happens again, all I have to do is do what I know. What do I know? I know to pray. I know to seek him. I know to read the scriptures. I, need, I know to tell people around that love me, to hold me accountable, to make sure that Joe isn't acting all weird, right? That he's acting like Jesus would. And if Joe's acting all weird, that maybe they'll slap me around and make me react that I'm acting all weird so that I can get back to where I need to be. Does that make sense? But I know that I know that he hasn't changed. And the only change that's occurred is maybe within me. And so I'm like, okay, God, show me. Please teach me quickly. Because I can't stand being without you. Or at least feeling that I'm not with, you know, that I am without you, even though I'm not. God is so good. Hmm. Okay. So we're going to finish up and we're going to have the band come up. And I'm going to just read this psalm, the Luna psalm, one more time. Okay, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me besides peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along the right path, bringing honor to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. For you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life. And I will live in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. God bless you guys.